it's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. On today's show, we're going to talk about cleaning fruits and vegetables. We're going to talk about the Queen's favorite laundry hacks, mirrors. What are those black spots on them, and what can you do about them? We're going to talk about some quick recycling tips and quick tips you need to know. But before we get started, I want to remind you, go to queenofclean.com. If you have a question, check into the library, type in your problem, and up pop answers to your questions. Pick the answer that works best for you and follow the directions. There are hundreds of videos of a YouTube channel, so you can go there to see answers to all your questions and make sure you become a Queen of Clean Insider, which is my private Facebook page. Now, let's get started with today's show. On the infamous Dirty Dozen list of produce, strawberries are one of those foods people need to know how to clean. Without the hard skins of fruits like bananas and citrus, berries have less protection from the elements, pesticides, processing, packaging, and handling many times with dirty hands. Luckily, washing strawberries is simple and it's straightforward. Find your preferred cleaning method from the ones I'm going to list for you and enjoy that juicy tart sweet fruit at its freshest, which is now in the spring. Let's talk about how to store your strawberries. Wherever your strawberries come from, the farmer's market, a grocery chain, or your garden if you're lucky, proper cleaning matters. Now, that said, it's best to store berries in the refrigerator unwashed, whether in their original container or in an airtight mason jar. Wait until you're about to eat the strawberries or use them in a recipe to clean them and resist the temptation to wash the whole container when you only need a handful of berries. Strawberries already contain a lot of water. By keeping them in their original container without the introduction of moisture, the fruit may stay fresher longer because moisture speeds up mold growth and spoilage. Now, that said, make sure you discard any strawberries that look moldy or bruised as you notice them to keep these signs of spoilage from spreading. Now, how long do strawberries last? Well, strawberries should last five to seven days in the refrigerator if stored well, but a few factors can shorten that time period, such as excessive moisture and mold. One moldy strawberry can ruin the entire package very quickly. Local strawberries, meanwhile, should outlast those that arrive from across the country on a truck. Now, let's talk about how to wash strawberries. Now, the best way to clean strawberries is under the sink faucet, whether in a colander or in your hands, running cold water over them gently for 10 to 20 seconds. Now, according to the Center for Science and Environment, cold water removes anywhere from 75 to 80% of pesticide residue from the produce. Now, maybe that's not good enough for you. So let's talk about how to clean strawberries using vinegar. While rinsing strawberries with cold tap water is an easy, effective method, you may feel that water alone won't rinse the pesticides off conventional and non-organic fruit. Never fear. Vinegar can help rinse off pesticide residue as well as dirt or bacteria. 
You're going to pour three cups of cold water and a cup of apple cider vinegar or white vinegar into a bowl. Then submerge your strawberries for five to 20 minutes. Thoroughly rinse the strawberries with cold tap water and drain them to keep them from tasting acidic. And remember, you're only using this method right before you're ready to use the berries. Now, let's talk about how to clean strawberries with baking soda. If you don't have vinegar on hand or you want to avoid any residual vinegar taste, you can soak your strawberries in a baking soda and water solution to clean them. You're just going to add one teaspoon of baking soda to four cups of water and you soak your strawberries in a large bowl for five minutes. Then rinse your strawberries with cold running water and be sure to pat them dry. Now baking soda helps remove dirt, traces of pesticides, and more from fresh fruits and vegetables. Plus, keeping an open box of baking soda in the refrigerator can help absorb other food odors, which can keep the taste and scent of your strawberries intact. Now, I've got kind of a surprising cleaning method for berries that I want to share with you. And believe it or not, it works exceedingly well. If you're wondering why you would use salt water on your berries, then you need to think about all those TikTok videos of people soaking strawberries in salt water. Now, what that reveals at the end is that that solution removes tiny bugs, residual fruit fly larvae that you don't normally see in the fruit. Now, the FDA does have limits on insects and food, and bug-attracting berries of all kinds must pass the test. These bugs are harmless, and you've likely consumed them for as long as you've eaten fruit. Now, I know some of you out there are going, oh, yuck. So, to make a salt water bath for your berries, dissolve one teaspoon of salt per one cup of warm water. Let that mixture cool because you don't want to cook your berries in the warm water. Then soak the fruit for at least five minutes. Afterwards, you'll rinse the strawberries with cold running tap water and pat them dry. And you only do this, remember, right before you're going to use the berries. Now, while special washes claim to do a better job at cleaning fruits and veggies, the FDA and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention don't recommend and haven't fully evaluated the use of produce washes, soaps, or detergents to clean produce, including your strawberries. Not only that, these cleaning agents may leave a residue on your berries, so it's best to skip those altogether. Now, I tried the method with the salt water, and I was impressed with how well it worked, and my berries did not taste salty at all. Remember, though, whenever you're washing fruit like that, make sure it dries. Now, I want to share with you some of my favorite laundry hacks. At this time of the year, almost everybody writes to me and says, how do I remove sweat stains from my blouse, my workout clothes, from whatever? And there's an easy method to do it. You're going to need some Dawn dish soap. And yes, Dawn works the best. You're going to need some hydrogen peroxide, the kind that you buy in the drugstore. You're going to need baking soda, a scrub brush, or a toothbrush. 
Now, you're going to combine one part Dawn dish soap with two parts of hydrogen peroxide in a small bowl and stir it to combine. Apply that soap and peroxide mixture to the underarm stains, then sprinkle with baking soda. Now, don't combine the Dawn peroxide and baking soda. You want to use that baking soda sprinkled on top. Use a laundry scrub brush or an old toothbrush to work the Dawn peroxide and then that sprinkle of baking soda in to the garment fibers. Clean an area slightly bigger than the actual stain so you don't accidentally miss any. After scrubbing, let the clothes sit for at least an hour or so and then launder as usual. And this works really, really well. I had a soldier from Afghanistan send me one of his shirts, and he said he didn't know how to get the perspiration stains out of it. So I got the envelope, I opened it up, and when the shirt came out, it actually stood by itself because of the deodorant and sweat stains. I used this method on that shirt, including on the back of it. And I will be honest, it took me two tries because this was a pretty bad situation, but it worked. And I was happy to send him back his clean shirt and some homemade goodies to boot. Now, oil and grease stains on clothes is always a big problem. So oil-based stains are tough to eliminate. Remove the oil by treating with a mixture of equal parts of baby powder and dish soap. Now, again, you know I like Dawn, but you can use a different dish soap if that's what you have. You're going to apply the equal parts of baby powder and dish soap. Work it in. Let it sit 15 minutes or so. Rinse. Let it air dry to see if the oil stain is gone. If not, you can work in an oil-based soap like Castile Bar Soap or Zote Soap. The oils in the soap will help break down and remove the oil stain. You're going to rinse it again, air dry it to be on the safe side, then launder as usual. Now, some time ago, I created what I call my super easy miracle laundry stain remover. I keep this in my laundry room all the time. It works on red stains, it works on fruit stains, and it works on oil stains. I take two parts of hydrogen peroxide and one part of Dawn Original washing liquid. I combine it in an opaque squirt bottle and keep it in the laundry room. Now you're gonna to wanna to shake that prior to use. Saturate the stain with it, let it sit about 15 minutes to break the stain down, and then launder as usual. Now find inexpensive squirt bottles at the dollar store for a dollar. And make sure you label them so you know what you have there. And always check to be sure a spot or stain is gone prior to putting it in the dryer because heat sets stains in. Now, let me remind you that this needs to be an opaque bottle. And the reason it needs to be is because light destroys hydrogen peroxide, turning it into plain water. So remember, it must be an opaque bottle bottle. Now, many times I have taken an empty brown bottle that hydrogen peroxide comes in, mixed my ingredients in there, put a label on it, and put a sprayer from the dollar store on it. It fits perfectly. Now, 
Next, I want to talk to you about making your own bleach for laundry. Now, we all know that chlorine bleach can ruin many things. It can turn polyester clothes gray. It can take the color out of color clothes. It can damage jeans. There's just a long list of things that it can damage. So this is one that is safe and effective as an all-purpose bleach for your laundry. You're going to combine in opaque or dark container, not a clear one. And again, it's because we're going to use hydrogen peroxide, which is broken down by light. Now, I repurpose a softener or a detergent bottle, and I label it. And remember, you can make up more of this at a time. I'm giving you measurements for one portion. You can double, triple, quadruple, whatever you need to do. So you're going to take one half cup hydrogen peroxide, two tablespoons lemon juice, three and one quarter cups of water, and five drops of tea tree essential oil. You'll combine and use this as you would regular chlorine or non-chlorine bleach. So let me give you those measurements again. It's one half cup hydrogen peroxide, two tablespoons of lemon juice, three and a quarter cups of water, and five drops of tea tree essential oil. And you'll use that as you would chlorine or non-chlorine bleach. Now, sometimes you don't have time to make spotters or you don't want to. So let me tell you about the best of the best that you can buy, because obviously not everybody wants to make their own spotters, no matter how natural they are. Lots of times you just want to have something on the shelf in an emergency that you can squirt on and be done. These are the two spotters I highly recommend. One is called Zout, Z-O-U-T, Laundry Stain Remover. It's good for most stains, and you can find it in grocery, big box, home stores, and Amazon. And it comes in a red bottle, so you can't miss it. Again, it's Zout, Z-O-U-T, Laundry Stain Remover. The other one, and really, this is a miracle laundry spotter, and I only use it for my toughest stains. It is Dissolve It Laundry Saver. This is the really big guns. You find it in grocery stores. You can find it big box stores. You can find it on Amazon. And it works really well on old stains, even stains that are still left after it comes out of the dryer. If you think it's ruined, try Dissolve It Laundry Saver before you toss it. It is a really miraculous product. This week, I've noticed I've had a lot of questions about mirrors, and I think a lot of you are doing so-called spring cleaning, and you're noticing some problems. So I want to go over a couple of things about cleaning mirrors, and also I want to talk to you about what I call speckled mirrors. Those are mirrors that have those stubborn black spots that appear over time, and they look like specks of dirt, but they don't come off. So first, let's talk about bathroom mirrors. You can remove that schmutz like hardened toothpaste and hairspray residue by pressing on the bumps and drips and stains with a cotton ball soaked in rubbing alcohol. This will help soften them so you can wipe them off more easily. Then spritz your cleaning solution onto a flat weave microfiber cloth and wipe the entire mirror. Spraying cleaning solution directly onto the mirror may lead to drippage, 
and can damage not only the frame, but the mirror itself. Now, I had a question also about fireplace mirrors. Now, mirrors on a mantle can often look cloudy from soot. So pass a microfiber duster over it. An extendable one will save your arms and your back. And to get rid of that filmy, dull appearance, add a drop of dish soap to a damp, non-abrasive sponge and rub off that grime. After you remove the soap, finish with a spritz of cleaning solution and buff it with a microfiber cloth. Now, let's talk about those speckled mirrors. These stubborn black spots that have appeared over time may not be flecks of dirt. The, may, the mirror may be foxed, meaning the silver coating behind the mirror has worn away or been damaged. Now, to make these spots less noticeable, you can tape a piece of aluminum foil to the back of the mirror. Now, you use this for a small spot. Or you can coat the back with a metallic silver spray paint, and that works better for a larger area. Now, one thing you can try is you can revitalize that speckled mirror with Krylon looking glass silver-like aerosol spray paint. You can buy that at places like Home Depot and Lowe's. If these tricks don't work, bring that mirror to a glass shop and get it re-silvered. So these things should help you keep those mirrors in great order. Now, before we say goodbye today, I want to give you some quick tips. So pay attention because there's going to be three of them that you need to know. First of all, it's summer. Don't forget to change the rotation of your ceiling fans counterclockwise for the downward summer breeze. This helps you feel cooler so that you can lower the thermostat. And when was the last time you tested the garage door auto reverse feature? This could cause death or serious injuries if it is malfunctioning. Test this by placing a two by four or something similar on the ground where the door would close. It should reverse after a second or so when the door hits the wood. Now also test the photoelectric sensors. If they do not immediately go back up, call your garage door experts. You don't want to have a serious accident or injury. Now, what is the average life expectancy of a tile roof? Well, tiles can last around 50 years, which is great to know because my roof is 30 years old. However, the underlayment, which is the roof protection on the tile, this will last you 10 to 20 years, depending on the quality, the installation, and the condition. When the underlayment is worn, torn, or defective in any way, it needs to be replaced. And that means those tiles have to be lifted off, stacked on your roof in little stacks, and then that backing needs to be put down. Now, there's nothing more harmful to your roof than a missing shingle or tile. This allows the elements to deteriorate your protective roof system, which allows rain and moisture into your home. So be super, super careful with that. Now, a couple of quick recycle tips. 
Recycle clean bottles, cans, paper, and cardboard. Keep food and liquid out of your recycling and no loose plastic bags and no bagged recyclables should be in your recycle bin. So keep those things in mind. Now, remember, if you have a question, email me at queenofclean.com, lindacobb at queenofclean.com, and I will look at addressing it on the podcast. And I thank you all today for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. See you next time.